This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Need the rebounds. Embiid. Oh, second 50 piece of the season. Virgil Hans Embiid. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by Bet MGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the Bet QL Network. 50-burger for Embiid, 51 points to be exact last night as the Sixers take down the Timberwolves by two touchdowns, 127 to 113. Kate Scott with the call coming back from break from NBC Sports Philadelphia. Uh, We've got a lot to do over the course of the show today. Great guests will join us. All our bets for tonight, including side total and props for the Saints and the Rams. We'll get to all the NFL awards as well coming up in a little bit. But we're going to start right now with some NBA Most Valuable Player because... Joel Embiid goes for 51 points last night. He's been on an epic tear thus far this season. We've talked about him a lot, obviously, on the show. Ken's been making a case for a while now that, you know, Embiid probably mispriced for NBA most valuable player. Well, uh, not anymore. Uh, Tim Bontemps of ESPN, really, it, 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 it feels like this is like, it's like politics almost. In, in right. accordance with an interview that's been running, like doing the ESPN car wash today on their, all their 7,000, including on the Ocho, all their TV channels. That's because it is. That's because it is coordinated. It is. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> which is which is really funny, like a Bontemps sit down interview with Joel Embiid. So Bontemps polls 100 award voters in the NBA um, and it, and the voters vote one through five on NBA most valuable players. So obviously we're very early in the season. This is even called straw poll 1.0 by Bontemps. And in this straw poll, uh, it is not Nikola Jokic who receives the most first place votes, but Embiid triples him in terms of first place votes. Jokic with 21, Embiid with 63 so Embiid, the clear leader for most valuable player right now, just in case people are curious, also re- receiving first place votes. Giannis with three, SGA and Luka with six, and Jason Tatum receives one. But the headliner here, obviously, is Joel Embiid. 63 first place votes in the first Tim Bontemps NBA most valuable player straw poll. And as a result, Ken, we have a new favorite in the betting market at BetMGM and other sportsbooks as well, of course, for NBA most valuable player. And it is the... Current MVP, the once and future MVP, perhaps, Joel Embiid. Uh, talk to us here about the Bontem straw poll, the current MVP price, and uh, what to do now if people are looking to bet this market, if they haven't bet Joel Embiid already. Yeah, it's uh, look, I mean, we've gotten everything we wanted so far. It's been great. But as we know from, you know, other bets that we've made, doesn't you don't necessarily have to hold this thing to the finish line, like Dak MVP, for example. Like it can age really well and age really well and age really well and then not. <laughs> so it's not that this has to it has to end up in him winning the award or whatever. It's just it's gone great. The market has adjusted uh, as as well as I could possibly want it to do. You 
now in terms of are you guys are you guys picking me up still? Sorry. All right. Good. I think I'm I back. Know. Yeah, I think uh, I I also got booted, so we had some sort of issue there. But it looks like we're we have, we're we back. Some technical stuff. You know, it's cool. uh, it's Nikola Nikola Jokic is messing with our connection. Doesn't want me to say what I'm about to say right now. Um, all right. Well, all I was going to say, we were talking about the MVP straw poll and Embiid having a big lead, just like how well it's working out right now. And you know, bet Embiid, bet Embiid, bet Embiid is like the only uh, one of two players I bet to win the award, and the one I have the biggest position on, and his prices have aged really well. The straw poll today. It's, uh, I think, you know, most people who even like follow the league probably would have guessed that Embiid would have been ahead. So I think the the two things I would say that are the most interesting about it, uh, one, and this can't be ignored, like the margin that he's ahead by right now. It's not like, wow, you know, like Embiid's ahead, but this could be nip and tuck down the stretch. Like he's he's way ahead in the voting. He's way ahead for me. Like when I project this out. He's way ahead in a lot of stuff. He overtook SG, uh, EPM estimated plus minus, which is like one of the best player measurements uh, in terms of like individual player value. It's like him and then SGA and then a giant gap and then Jokic now. Like it's just the way this is taking shape. Um, this poll makes sense. It reflects what's happening in the league this season. So I, I'm you know happy to see it, honestly. Um, but the, so interesting thing, number one, I would guess is just the margin. And like, is this going to be a laugher? which we have to ask, it's very early in the season. It's very likely that Embiid, and let's be honest, like Embiid played a very soft schedule for the two weeks leading up to the polling for this award. Played the Pistons twice, played the Hornets twice, played the Wizards. Like, you're going to run up the score in those games, which he did. And so, okay, I understand, like, had a great game against Minnesota last night, was happy to watch every second, was happy that he did. But, like, a lot of these numbers are built on these last couple weeks of these big performances. It's, you know quite possible that he's going to have a couple weeks where he doesn't play as well and somebody else plays well and it gets a little tighter, but the margin's interesting. And I would view him as by far the most likely player to win the award this year. Uh, the second thing that's interesting to me, like I said, it's actually it's three now that I think of another one. Well, I guess how about four and we'll do the second one. Whoever voted for Jason Tatum needs to not be allowed to vote for anything ever again in the history of awards. Sorry. Like I just, what? Like which Boston Globe writer did it? You can just tell us like I just, this whole thing's so stupid. So anyway, whatever. Uh, interesting thing. Number three, that SGA got nothing, basically nothing. And SGA, like, I'm going to, hey, look, I bet Embiid for a lot, and I have SGA for some, So I like, but I'll be really honest, uh, SGA, like, really might have been the best player up to this point in the season. Just if it's just, like, who has been the best player from, you know, start of season to December 21st, really might have been SGA or Embiid. You could argue about both of them. And that was not remotely reflected in the poll. That would That should concern you a lot if you bet SGA to win most valuable player. That's as well as he can play. And he played as well as the two other Giants. And he didn't even beat Giannis, who like took off three weeks, basically. Like he could, like he couldn't even do that. That's tough. Gonna need a big PR campaign to kind of get back into this and continue playing at this level. That's well, Oklahoma bad. City, though, to be fair to SGA, well, that's what I, mean. I mean, media hotbed. Yeah. You know that you know that the campaign's going to be huge coming out of Oklahoma to be fair, City for, for SGA. They produced two MVPs before. Durant won, Westbrook won. Like, they've done it, you know? Like, it's just, if you really want to get the media machine going, like, you can do it, and they've been as good as they the team has played as well as they can possibly play. He's played as well as he can possibly play fourth. That's really tough. Doesn't mean it can't improve, but, like, that's a bad... If you bet SGA being, like, everyone's going to decide, like, oh, man, he really, really might be it. It hasn't happened yet, and it's not even close. And he's playing as well as he can play right now. I think that's really, really bad uh, if you bet him. And I even have a little bit of him. I was... I, can he be Giannis? Really, right now? Like, okay. 
Uh, so I think that's interesting. And then the other thing. Why do you think that? Why do you think that is? Uh, because of like the way I'm honestly, there's like, what did who did you say this in relation to Tyler hero takes so many shots. There's no oxygen for anybody else. Sucks to the shoot. oxygen out. Yeah. Yeah. There's okay. Uh, you have three larger than life, like all timers, big bigs currently dominating the league. There's not enough oxygen, not enough oxygen. Uh, like Giannis is still relevant, even though he'll never win this award again. Jokic can definitely still win and is like the best player in the league. And then Embiid, who's like probably going to win again. Like there's, there's just not enough root. So like we wondered coming into the year, if or I did, is this like the passing of the torch? It's a little early for that, but it's also kind of late for these other guys. This is kind of like a gap year where Embiid can win another one. It's actually, it's the thing that makes the most sense. I've said that all along, but like, Jokic is probably done winning MVPs or close. This year would maybe be the last one where he could. Giannis yeah. is probably done. That window's closed. He's on to titles. And you have this young group, Luka, SGA, Halliburton, uh, Ja eventually, if he gets his head kind of screwed on straight, Zion, if he stays on the court. Like, these guys are all supposed to kind of be getting there. And, uh, and they're just not quite there yet. And so it's kind of like an interesting year where I wondered before the year, like, is it going to be like SGA wins or Luka wins and it's early for them? Or is it like Embiid, Jokic, Giannis, and it's like the last gasp of that generation? And it looks like the way this is shaping up, it's the last gasp of the players that we know who are awesome, who have been winning titles, who have been contending in the playoffs, et cetera. And then Embiid kind of like ties a bow on this era. Giannis got two, Jokic got two, Embiid's going to get two, we're going to be done with them. And we're going to like, imagine the pushback next year to Embiid winning three straight if they don't win the title this year. By the way, we just saw that with Jokic. So I think like big, big, big picture, that's where we are. I think Embiid's the most likely winner, but I'll just do the last straw poll thing here real quick so interesting things so far margin Embiid was ahead sga a total non-factor versus how well he was playing someone voted tatum and needs to be expelled from earth and then the last thing would just be lucas price can be low and that's neat uh gotta be so much different than this for him to have a prayer like the price and the and the poll don't remotely match he's been the second choice or the third choice in this market forever his team's not good enough. His numbers aren't good enough. I don't know what is going on here. Like, I don't I don't understand who would ever bet him. The price being this has never made any sense to me. Embiid passed him. I think SGA is going to pass him in the next few weeks. It's just, this is a classic situation where, like, now we know how people feel and the market doesn't match it, and that should probably change. And uh, and so, you know, I, I would expect that to happen over the next couple of weeks. It just kind of proves what I kind of felt that like this Luca price was crazy, kind of how I felt the Tatum price was crazy. So just those are like my takeaways from it. Um, and we can kind of like, we can talk about like, if we want to bet it now, what would we do and all that stuff. But just like to look back at the poll that came out this morning, those were kind of some of the conclusions that I drew. You better you bet with Nick and Ken on a Thursday, talking NBA most valuable player. Tim Bontem's straw poll from ESPN has Joel Embiid well out in front. Embiid now the betting favorite at our show sponsor, BetMGM. Uh, I just searched on Twitter um, Tatum MVP or like voted Tatum just to see if like any anyone knew who it was. Right. And we don't. But man, the tweets are very, very, very funny. And and I can't and I can't say any of them on the air. Some of the reactions to Tatum getting getting an MVP vote. All right. So Joel Embiid is fair. And let me um and I'll and I'll read all the new prices now. Um, yeah, sure. This absolutely. is the bet. This is the bet MGM market. So Embiid now is is plus one seventy five. And and Ken, like I I legitimately feel maybe it wasn't last week, but it was what it was no more than two weeks ago we had this conversation, and he was like eight, 
and thought was, yeah. well, like, look at his numbers and Jokic's numbers, like, the same, basically, and, like, does this make sense to people? Um, and now he's plus 175. Jokic is the second choice at three. Luka is six. SGA, seven. Giannis is 10. Tatum is 18. And I guess, like, I, I threw Tatum in just for bleeps and giggles. We can kind of... Well, somebody voted for him. Yeah, someone voted for him. De'Aaron Fox. It's, I love, like, which Boston... It, it is 100% someone in the Boston media. Like, who yeah. else would do that? Who else would do that? Well, I mean, best player uh, on the best team, you know. Yeah, they do last night without him. Pretty good, right? What is it, 140? <laughs> Derek White's um, really good, by the way. Derek White, like, he's, his own team at some point. Well, I, I was actually, like, I was thinking, you know, just, like, reading stuff this morning and, like, after what the game the after the game ends last night, at what point do, like, Derek White overs have to become a thing? Like, like what's, like, well, the brew that you need out. for this? When either that, I guess, out, is that, 20, is that it when Jalen or, or, or Tatum yeah. misses? 25 plus was three to one last night for him. Like I just, sure. Like we bet. I, I gotta tell you, like I, this is going to stop probably really soon. I mean, I am just like, I won every NBA bet last night. I won every NBA bet for four of the five days last week. We did the show. This is like just an absurd. I mean, how about this? You're, you're, you're sucking all the oxygen up, man. Yeah. Like leave some for the rest of us, dude. I'm getting slammed here. What's up, Nick Hawkes? How's it going? (laughs) Hero, hero son over here. Um, Yeah. So I just, Anyway, so you read the prices. Look, like, is there a valuable bet to make right now? I mean, look, you, we've had a huge uh, a two- to three-week giant line move price change in the market, and now my expectation is, and we've had a poll that'll settle everything and, like, really concretely, like, tell betters where we are. The market's going to reflect the poll, and now it's going to be, like, a long process until the next poll, and will something change between now and then? But, like, I'm sure something will change. I just couldn't tell you what I think it's going to be because like the poll and the market are kind of reflecting reality, right? Like this is pretty fair pricing. You could argue Embiid should be a little shorter or Jokic should be a little shorter. You could probably make that argument. Like, should the two of them be more distant from Luca and SGA? Like Lucas price needs to get out of here. Like I just, no, no, thank you. Like go to 15, go to 20, be with Tatum. Like it's great. And, uh, and cause like, they're never going to win enough either. And now like Derek Lively's out indefinitely, like, sorry. And, uh, it's just, okay, like, but we're really close here. Like, there's nothing crazy going on anymore. The, I actually, the thing that I'm the most interested in, a betting take, is defensive. So I watched the whole game last night. Gobert is the overwhelming favorite to win defensive player of the year. That's because Minnesota has by far the best defensive efficiency in the league. And Gobert is outstanding. He's top 10 in defensive win shares. And and his defensive plus minuses and all these measurables are really good. And he was plus um, six last night, Ken, and they lost yeah. by 14. And Gobert's well, plus minus was plus six. He was, he was plus six because Embiid got him in foul trouble the whole time and got him out of the game. So that plus six didn't end up like registering in terms of the, the overall. And Towns got so mad about And Towns and Embiid hate each other from years ago when they got in that brawl like it just it's really it's all very funny uh so you watch the game last night and i i think gobert is gonna win like it makes a lot of sense he's a three-time winner of the award they're number one in defense team defense is a really strong predictor just like i think a lot of people think anthony davis is the guy that'll catch gobert maybe and win i am very skeptical due to their like lack of team success and his injury history that that's like a strong possibility uh, I would actually say, like, with Evan Mobley hurt, and that's a big thing because, like, he'd be the second most likely player. I think it's possible. I don't think it's that likely, but, like, this is something to follow for the next month. If the Sixers, if Melton's okay and the Sixers team defense continues to improve, 
could Embiid, is he actually like so on top of the mountain right now uh, that he could win the double, which is something Giannis did uh, four years ago, which is when MVP and defensive player of the year. Now Giannis, the Bucks were number one in defense. Giannis was number one in every defensive category. Like that's what it took for him to win both. I don't think he has to be first Embiid necessarily, but he's got to be really close and he's got to be ahead of Gobert. In those categories, there's enough games left that's actually kind of possible. And there's a crazy vacuum behind Gobert for other defensive players right now. None of them materialized. You know, Mobley gets hurt. Jaron Jackson's got all that mess going on in Memphis. Like, there's just, there isn't, there aren't compelling candidates. So, like, that's kind of how Embiid gets in the mix then. So, it's a big price right now. Just something to watch their team defense over the next month. I think it's actually possible that he could win both. Embiid is 16-1 to Defensive Player of the Year. By the way, remember a couple years ago, every time we went head-to-head on props in the playoffs, I won. I feel like this is like... This is like right. this, this is karma for that right now. This run that I'm on. More NBA and NFL awards coming up next.